Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited, with your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. Your Baltimore Ravens breakdown of Week 16 begins now. Welcome into a brand new edition of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. I'm Rocco DeSangro. I'm joined by Tom Shively. The Ravens with a big-time win over the Falcons. Wasn't a blowout win, 17-9, but big-time in the matter that with a win and the Patriots' loss, the Ravens are now back in the playoffs after missing out last season, and that's huge for this football team. But, Tom, before we get into all that, let's address the elephant in the room and basically the elephant in the city of Baltimore, and that's the frigid temperatures. Uh, The real feel at that game, it was in the negatives. And I was on the sideline before the game, and I had my gloves off, and it felt like someone was taking thorns and just sticking them into my hands. Like It felt like the wind was like physically cutting my hands. That's how cold it was. And then you have guys like Marlon Humphrey that just decided, you know what, I'm going to go shirtless pregame. Mark Andrews was in a sleeveless shirt pregame. Uh... Pat Rick, or not Pat Ricard, sorry, Kevin Zeitler was in a short sleeve shirt and, t- and, and shorts. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But you know what? They're built different, man. Is that, still, is that still a flex to you, The seeing those guys? Like, no. I get, I get why they do it, right? No. The, uh, I feel like they do the it. Intimidation to tr- exactly. It's if like you look the... over at the opposing sideline or the opposing, you know, down the field, and you see at the opposite 10 that Marlon Humphrey shirtless, you're probably like, this dude is a nut job. Like, what is he doing? And Maybe that's I the guess, play. Maybe listen, it's, oh, he's ex- insane. Exactly. He's going to do whatever Honestly, it takes to win. Yeah. Maybe that's it. But it worked out because Marlon had his patented fruit punch punch out in that game, living up to his old nickname. So, I mean, the temperatures, man, I- I'm telling you what. I felt bad for Kenny Christopher, our photographer, because he had to stand out there, and it looked like he only had, like, a – kind of thin jacket and maybe a hoodie and I'm like dude are you nuts in the hat but he's fine I saw him walk back in I saw him walk back in at like five o'clock after the game he looked like he saw ghosts I oh mean, I mean pale <laughs> face still recovering let's uh let's all those, think, like, let's near, all think of Kenny you're I near hope the window. I was watching the game at my house yeah. near the window like even if you're close enough you still feel cold it's oh, just yeah. one of those nights that it, it permeates through everything what do you uh what do you put your heat on on a night like this uh I'm a, like a 64 guy. I like it really cold. Okay, well, I do. I sleep with the fan on no matter what. It could be like negative 20 degrees and I'm sleeping with the fan on because I like that kind of white noise while I'm it sleeping. It kind of dries out your throat, though, Yeah, it, it does, and I wake up with a sore throat every morning. But you know what? It's It feels good, and I like the breeze, but I keep it basically right now. I think my, my house is at 70. Before it was at 68, then it's at 65 in Alabama altogether. I just completely turned it off because I was cheap. I wanted to save money, and I really didn't care. Oh, now you the big bucks. Okay. No, no, right. no, no, no. We're not saying that. So, yeah, man, it's uh, what a, what a football game, and it was just your typical grinded-out Ravens win. Fans aren't the happiest in the world about how it went down, but like we said, 
The Ravens are headed to the playoffs. I mean, I don't really know what you can expect in the wind chill that they had today, how miserable the weather was. It's not a game I don't think anyone expected a lot of scoring. So to go out and put 17, I think they did a really nice job getting the two touchdowns in the first half and being up 14-3 to kind of set the tone for the game. I think that's been something they've struggled with. They've played with their food a little bit in a lot of these matchups and allowed some teams to hang around. And, yeah, it was only a one-score game, but it didn't really feel like Atlanta was in it. I think they were comfortable running the ball. They did enough on offense. I know some fans are, are going to have a lot of concern about that. Again, only the 17 points. But as cold as it was, like you tr- you try going out there and score 17 yeah, points. No, it, it's brutal. Condition. You're absolutely right. I'm going to pull a Tony Reale, like correct you on the error there. One touchdown in the first half. They had the uh, Demarcus Robinson touchdown, and then Huntley ran it in, and they had the two Tucker field goals. So that's why they led 14 nothing at the half. You were watching the game, man. What are you doing? Were you on your phone the whole time? Do you think Huntley scored? Score. Do you think Huntley score. scored again too? Okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Fake. Well, fake I'll edit fake that out. I'll edit yeah, that yeah. out. No, no. <laughs> you're I'll just that. bleep over you, my. You're keeping thing. that in there. Oh my goodness. No, but that was honestly, man. Like, I was saying in the press box, and I, I'm, you know, I'm not a fan in the press box. I'm trying to analyze and observe the game as best as I can. But I'm thinking in my head, they were running the ball so well, and then they would throw. And I'm like, I get you got to mix it up. But I'm like, why, why can't they just run the ball like 40 times this game? It's cold. It's working. J.K. and Gus are just like a well-oiled machine together when they're healthy. And that hasn't been the case in, in years past. But these guys are back, and they're running the ball at will. And 11 times, Tom, 11 times after that turnover by Marlon Humphrey, they ran the ball 11 times. I didn't think it was going to end. And I was, I just, I was just sitting there like, wow. Greg Roman's really doing this right now. Like, I didn't think he had it in him to run the ball 11 straight times. I thought they were going to try to get fancy or, or dial something up, but 11 straight times, then they threw it was unsuccessful, then they threw the touchdown. So that works, man. It, it really does. That's the Rocco DeSangro Madden strategy, right? It, you were it saying is. Just keep when I have until... Derrick Henry on my football team, I am going to run the ball down your throat at all costs, no matter what. Like, And you are going to have to stop me on three straight plays. And if you stop me on three straight plays – I'm not punting the ball. I'm going to go for it anyway. So What's your, are you is, a punt? Are you a punt? No, every, dude. Ever? Who punts in Madden? Fourth and 29, you you're up by Madden, a score. You're an absolute quarter. loser. I'm playing you fourth and 29, <laughs> fourth quarter, two minutes I'm left. I'm throwing the ball. You, throw the you ball can ask my buddy Matt. Right. Yes, I'm throwing the All ball. Right. If I'm if I'm on my, my like my own 10, I'm still throwing the ball. I don't care. I don't use my punter is the least used player in Madden. It's just how it is, dude. I like it. I yeah, like it. Exactly. But but yeah, Matt, it's this was a grinded out win. Harbaugh keeps pointing to the December wins. They're down Lamar Jackson. Um, Tyler Huntley's making his third straight start, and he's no offense to Tyler Huntley, but he's not Lamar Jackson. Tyler Huntley's Tyler Huntley. Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. Until Tyler Huntley wins an MVP and proves himself in this league, he's not Lamar Jackson. And and that's not it's not a knock on him. It's just the way it is. So his stats didn't wow me, and they didn't wow me last week or the week before, but he is currently a backup in this league. He's still young, and he's got a ton of room to improve. So he got the job done. He got the win, and like like we said, Harbaugh talks about it all the time. Wins in December in football are very hard. It doesn't matter if you're playing a team that's 1-11 or 11-1. You got to go out and win the football game, and they did that.
This is a really valuable game. This was something that we talked to our guys about. When you, when you win games in September and October and into November, then you put yourself in position to play meaningful games in December. You know, And um, meaningful games in December are just hugely valuable, as you can see, as you know. And then you have an opportunity to, to, to when you win them, they really count for something. And uh, to do that tonight, you know, the last few weeks, you know, it's tough. It's hard to win. People play, people, these teams in this league are really good. And uh, that was a very physical team we played. And uh, we're very, very happy with this victory. All right, Tom. So they get the win, the Patriots lose, and that is what secured them that playoff spot and the Jags beating the Jets as well. So the dominoes fell into place. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you're waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, if they would have won out, they're fine regardless. But now they're in, and they still control their own destiny in the AFC North winning the division. If they went out, they win the AFC North, and that would be huge for this football team, and that's that's where they want to be. Um, but there's going to be some challenges going forward. But to get in, it was, it was so funny. We're sitting in the post-game press conference room, and the TV is on while – First, Gus Edwards is talking, and then Tyler Huntley is talking, and then Harbaugh comes up. And the game is not over yet between the Bengals and the Patriots. And we were not trying to be disrespectful by any means, but I want to say like at least like 80% of the reporters in the room, they kept, they kept rubbernecking. They kept whipping their head around, looking at the TV, and seeing if the game was over so we could ask Harbaugh about, you know, how's it feel to get in the playoffs? So it was funny because Harbaugh, while while Tyler Huntley and Gus Edwards were talking, no, he was he you could see his eyes. You kept seeing his eyes go to the screen. And it's like, okay, we know you're trying not to make it obvious that you're watching, but you're a football coach. Like you are definitely watching to see what's going on. And when he got up there, he like put his hand up to like block it out. It was so funny because we knew it was obvious. And then when when they finally the clock hit zero in that game, he talked about it. And it was it was pretty cool to see, you know, this is my first experience in covering an NFL team and to see the reaction and how it all went down and you're sitting on pins and needles and you're waiting to see like you're relying on the fate of another team that was that was pretty cool to watch I think just seeing his smile too the the way not relief but kind of the the relaxation of hey we're in the playoffs you know business taken care of check that box I think you look back to last year some of the struggles they had when Lamar went down just to make the playoffs in general is a comfort and we talked about it last week on the show no one is going to want to see this team in the playoffs, and I think they know that. They believe that they can win any game against any team. Doing it in the cold weather like they did today has to be a confidence builder. I think this team is getting it going in the right direction with two divisional games what's still left. Fu- what's funny is that I feel like a lot of people in this fan base, they think that their team sucks. And I'm like, I get the frustration. I'm a fan of a team as well. But you got to be realistic. Down Lamar down your top two wide receivers, down Calais and down Marcus Peters. And with two games remaining in the regular season, you're in the playoffs. And I'm not, I'm not Mr. Positive Paul over here. I'm not going to be positive this whole podcast and, you know, tick people off because I try to be real about it. But your team is in the playoffs. Only a handful of teams get to go to the postseason. And the Ravens in this franchise, they're a very successful franchise over the years. And this fan base, for the most part, has been spoiled with it. I get wins as of late in the postseason have been hard to come by. And they want to get – fans expect Super Bowl every year. I get that. I understand. It's not going to happen every year. But why can't something happen this year? Am I saying the Ravens are going to go to the Super Bowl and win it? No. But, like, 
dude, anything could happen, man. Teams can lose, injuries happen. I mean, sometimes the cards fall into place and you're you're the you're the hot hand that time of year. I think you hit on it. Depends on your expectations. If you're looking at this team's gonna win the Super Bowl, it's hard to win four games in a row the way they're winning games. I think you have to be able to win games in different ways, and that's where some of the concern is coming that no one thinks this team is going to win a shootout the way the offense has been playing, but can you string together a few wins, gritty, grind it out, kind of rely on the defense, tight ends, Justin Tucker's reliable as ever. It can win you some games for sure, and I think kind of taking it week by week, a lot of the social media comments we saw were one win at a time, just focus on that, and every team – has to kind of think that way going to the playoffs. And, yeah, they could they could win a couple. Here's the thing, Tom. We have not seen Lamar Jackson in the run game with a healthy J.K. Dobbins and a healthy Gus Edwards in a very long time. Both of those guys in the back pocket for him and just being able to run the ball down teams' throats like they did today with Lamar. Lamar could come back better than ever. Lamar could come back and throw for three touchdowns and run for 100-plus yards. Like, you don't know what he's going to be when he comes back. Could his knee still be nagging him a bit? Absolutely. But could he come back and just be back to the form that people expect him to be at? Yes. And with the defense playing the way it is, and if you insert Lamar Jackson into that picture on the offense, yeah, they're still down some big-time skill players. But, dude, I'm just saying, anything can happen. But that brings me to our next topic, and that's, that's Greg Roman. And I'll say this. He dialed up some some really solid offense in the first half. There were some questionable plays, and I, you know, we've said this every week, but we can dissect everything that the guy does, and you know, we can have a field day on it. There are times where I'm just like, "What's happening here? Like, why?" And, and I'm putting the fan hat on, and I'm saying, "Why are they doing this? Like, why are you throwing the ball uh, up? What was it? One or two scores at that point in time." In the, in the position you're in. Like, there were fans that, that wanted to jump on the field, take the ball, and run it themselves. Because they're like, why are we throwing? Run the clock down. So, that's a big thing. And his play calling has to continue to get better. Because, especially after last week against the Browns, this fan base is fed up with Greg Roman. They're ticked off, and they want to see this team put points on the board. But, I will say this. There were a few times where Tyler Huntley missed his throws. There was an incident in the, it was third and goal, and uh, Huntley, you know, completely missed Mark Andrews. Early in the game, he missed Isaiah Likely and Mark Andrews. It's like, if you're dialing up plays where your receivers are getting open and your quarterback's not executing, I can't put the blame there's, on There's only there. so much Greg Roman can do. Exactly. Yeah, you can't, if he misses open guys, he misses open guys. I'm not defending Greg Roman, but... Like I said, I, I'm I'm looking at both sides of this. I'm looking at both sides of this. So there there's a reason that the Ravens haven't cut ties with him. There's a, I'm I'm serious, man. Yeah, I'm serious. There's a reason why he continues to be on the staff. The team keeps winning. I mean, is it is it ugly? Yeah, probably. But wins are wins, and he's winning, and they're they're scoring when they need to. They're getting clutch drives. The clutch drive against the Broncos. They got the late touchdown against the Panthers. They're they're not blowing you away on offense, but they're doing enough at the right time. And it felt like today in Atlanta, they did enough to keep them away. And the, I guess the question is just, again, can you get that consistency? And that's what the frustration is with a lot of people. Not necessarily today's performance, yeah, but the past few weeks, they especially to, last week. They need week to be in better Cleveland. in the red zone, too. Yeah. They do. And that, that falls on him. 
that falls on him. While it falls on Huntley, it falls on Greg Roman too. They that, have that was to a be problem when Lamar was here. I mean, that that can't really you can't blame Huntley for that. What's that? No, I know. I'm saying exactly. Yeah, yeah. You the quarterbacks and the offensive coordinator are to blame in that. But like Roman's play calling in the red zone, that really, really, really needs to get better. Because sometimes I just shake my head. I'm like, what? What are they calling here? You know, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Football over here. But like, you're looking and you're like, you, you're just like, you're thinking the same thing. The fan base is thinking the same thing. They're like, what are we doing? They they look so well. It's like, it's like I want to say the 75-25. They'll go 75 yards and they'll look fantastic. They get inside the 25 or the 20 and they look like a completely different offense. And that that needs to change, like. Absolutely needs to change going forward. You can't keep relying on Justin Tucker in the red zone, especially in the playoffs, especially in December football. It's just not going to fly. If you got a team on the other end putting up 35 points, the Ravens aren't going to be able to compete with that right now, the way the offense is playing. I think you look at some of the defenses you'll see in the playoffs too, like the Bills come to mind. They're going to get after the quarterback. It's going to really accentuate those challenges in the red zone. So you got to figure accentuate. it out now. Using I big know, boy like words that. now. But, I mean, you look at the rest of the season, you got the Steelers who yeah. have a great defensive front no, next absolutely. week. That's going to be a struggle. Yeah. And, and Cincinnati, Cincinnati, they keep winning games as well. They're they're hot right you know, now. Again, they're 10-5. Didn't look great in the second half no. against the Pats. I think there's some stuff you could take. The Pats were kind of moving the ball against Cincinnati in the second half. Yeah. They were up two scores most of that half. But some positives that, hey, teams can move the ball against Cincy. Tampa Bay was doing it a couple weeks yep. ago in the first half. It's just teams haven't been able to put together a full game against them. I'll say this, though. Like, I saw a comment today on, on our Facebook or, or Twitter page, and it was, wait until the Ravens play Cincinnati Week 18. Ravens already beat Cincinnati. It depends on who's at quarterback and who they have healthy. I get it. I get it. It's a different time of year. But the Ravens already beat the Bengals. Like, act like they can't beat them again. It's an AFC North matchup. You know it's going to be a close game. Or it should be a close game. It's kind of carbon copy Bengals of last year, though. They're hitting their stride at the right time. They started out 2-3, and three, maybe 2-4, and four, and now they're 10-5. and five. They just keep winning games, and I, I'm concerned. If I see Cincinnati on the schedule, I'm a Ravens fan that, hey, this team is really hitting their stride right now, and you can't say the Ravens are. Dude, they are. They already, they, like, and the defense I get is playing it. They better. Beat them. I get like, it. Yeah, and, and they were healthy. They beat them Pretty at home. Pretty sure they had everyone. They beat them at home on a last-second field goal. I mean, they're, oh, I'm, <laughs> win's a win, man. I want to believe. Against I the I want to believe they can get it done. It's a divisional game. They did They've stink played. to start the season, though. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying, anything can happen week 18. It would not surprise me if the Ravens <laughs> – it w- I'll say this, it would not surprise me if the Ravens lose the next two games, and it would not surprise me if the Ravens win the next two games. That's where I'm at right now. How are you feeling about Pittsburgh? I mean, they've been playing decent. We just saw them beat the Raiders. Pretty good win. They're 7-8 and eight now. Not their year. No? Not even, no. It's, we, can, we can talk about next week's game. I mean, that was big come-from-behind win for the Steelers um, on Saturday, Saturday night football. Yeah, that, wow, getting my days all mixed up. But, I mean... Pickens finding Pickett or pick Pickett finding Pickens. Sorry for it's that. For that go yeah. ahead touchdown and then them forcing the turnover at the end there. Um, that's that's big for them. It's big for this. But this is. I I don't see the Steelers, and a rookie quarterback, coming in here, and, beating the Ravens because a rookie quarterback, I I get the Falcons aren't the Steelers. They're both bad though, but. I can't see a rookie like rookie quarterback Desmond Ritter comes into M&T Bank Stadium. Didn't work out too well for him. They always struggle. Rookies always struggle yes. against the Ravens. Like yeah. you and 
And on top of that, M&T Bank Stadium wasn't even at full capacity. When the Steelers come to town, it will be. Probably won't be as cold, but it's the game that everyone gets up for, everyone wants to be at, everyone wants to see. So I think that this defense just eats Kenny Pickett alive next week. I could be wrong, but I really do. I mean, he was he was in hell when they played. I mean, in they, Pittsburgh. they knocked the him out of the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the no, 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 that was great. That was the quarterbacks yeah, were yeah, in yeah, hell. That right, was right, Trubisky, right? right. Pickett yeah. was out, but the three but they, picks, two of them in the red yeah, zone. But, I mean, dude, you got to like, and I never want to see anyone get hurt, but like Roquan Smith throws you down like that, and you got to see that guy again when you see eighteen on the side of the field. You really looking over your shoulder, strikes some fear into my heart, man. Yeah, what he said about what he said. Yeah, oh yeah, when he said what he said about playing in the cold, Roquan. He said he's a predator. He likes to prey on people in the cold. I kind of like, he smiled, and I was like, this guy is crazy in a good way. It's just like, I would not want to play against Roquan Smith, man. Like, imagine having to go up against that guy every Sunday and getting hit by him in the cold. I'm taking one hit. I'm in, the, I'm in the hospital for 18 months probably. 18 months, if he hits maybe me. 18 yeah. years, 18 Tom, years, yeah. I may be comatose. 18 months, I'm taking the over on that, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, next up, it's the Steelers, and then they finish off the regular season schedule with the Cincinnati Bengals. We know one thing, the Ravens season will not be over. Uh, No matter what happens these next two games, they're headed to the playoffs. That's big for this football team. Changes do need to be made uh, within the offense, and and it's just got to get better, and that's what the team should focus on. The defense is – there were times where – you know, it was a bend don't break mentality, but they gave up some big plays at times and they gotta brush that up. This this needs to be come playoff time, this needs to be a complete football team, and that's what that's what fans are expecting. I think getting the five seed is gonna be huge for them, winning two of those games, because you look at big drop off between Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, top three, and then AFC South, which right now the Jacksonville Jaguars are leading. So if you can get that five seed and play the AFC South champion in the first round, I think you really have to like your chances. So get, you know, they're in the playoffs, which is great, but don't get complacent. Try to win both of these games, obviously, but that five seed could be big in terms of not having to go up against one of those, you know, I would say kind of the three elite contenders yeah, in the AFC three dogs. Until, until the divisional round. And the hope for Ravens fans in this football team is that Lamar Jackson will be back for that run. Um, who knows, man? Maybe we see him as early as. This Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers, we'll have to wait and see what happens at practice uh, this week for the Ravens. Uh, For Tom Shively, I'm Rocco DeSangro. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. Uh, Happy holidays. Enjoy that, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.